Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good afternoon, Paige. Good afternoon, Mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I really thought maybe as a joke you were going to say angry since we're talking oh, about... Well, I'm angry. <laughs> since we're talking about <laughs> anger and ADHD. And then we'll do anger and autism and blah, autism blah, 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 and other all, things all later. Other things. But today, anger <laughs> and ADHD. So that means so, we have to yell at each other. You bitch! No, just joking. That's good. Um, I didn't say that with the right enthusiasm either. If I was actually angry, you won't. You did not. Okay, anger and ADHD. Yeah. We Pe- People with ADHD experience disproportionate problems with anger, irritability, and maintain and managing other emotions. Yep. Emotions. Big emotions. Big emotions. Um, emotional dysregulation and anger are connected to ADHD from like the 20th century before like all of the today stuff. Before today's new research, yes, and diagnostic diagnostic criteria or norms, mm-hmm. um, they had that connection, um, and have continued to form part of personal and clinical experiences. Decades ago, when ADHD was known as minimal brain dysfunction, That's horrible. <laughs> Um, criteria for diagnostic di- diagnosis actually included aspects of negative emotionality. I mean, that makes sense. In other countries, emotional dysregulation is part of the diagnosis. We're not here for Mm-mm. whatever reason. I don't know what America's problem is. Well, it's more that <clears throat> writing the DSM the diagnostic manual is very uh it's very political um people couldn't get along or agree on what to say about emotions which is emotional dysregulation so they left it out but anybody who works with people (laughs) with adhd knows that they have big emotions yes and that they tend to anger quickly yes you're telling me um anger problem anger problems and emotional dysregulation in ADHD people are sometimes explained by co-occurring mood disorders so things like uh, this one I learned while researching this but DMDD disruptive mood dysregulation disorder mm-hmm. is a condition which I assume children and adults, but this website just said children, are persistently irritable, angry, or annoyed. This irritability, <laughs> irritable mood moods are followed up by intense temper tantrums that are disproportionate to the situation and more severe than the typical reaction of someone the same age. I mean, that definition just sounds like teenagers in general. But, it does. But we'll go with it. But no, I think this is more like like 
11-year-old Paige asked for Oreos. And mom said no. And 11-year-old Paige then decided to cry on the floor and throw a tantrum because Mm -hmm. she didn't have, she couldn't get Oreos. It's not something an 11-year-old does. I mean, you might be Mm -hmm. mad that your mom won't get you Oreos, but you don't need to cry on the floor about it. No. Agreed. Yes. Um, Bipolar, intermittent explosive disorder, which is repeated episodes of explosive rage that is disproportionate to the triggering situation. These episodes are normally intense and brief, lasting less than 30 minutes each. Thank goodness. It's just like horrible. It does. To experience or to like on either end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Depression, anxiety disorders, oppositional defiance disorder, which we've talked about before. Um, However, these associated disorders don't explain like aren't necessarily like the reason for the anger some people are just angry (laughs) absolutely some people are just angry i mean i definitely have clients who fall on this window of saying that they their significant others have told them that they are quick to anger you're quick to anger yes um right i think it also comes from like People with ADHD have a low threshold of frustration. Has that always been the case? Like even when I was little, or is that something that happened more than as I aged? Even five-year-old Paige had that problem. I am nodding, which they can't see. You cannot yes. see that. No. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was it like maybe like a, a thing that they learn that you learn because like life. No, you, they, they it's just the way they tend to be <sighs> frustrated easily. So if something's hard or if they have to work at something. <laughs> that sounds bad. Um, school. Um, <laughs> right. That we spent. Oh, so homework. Homework was just the worst. Hmm. There's a lot of yelling, slamming. and sure doors, yelling. Doors. And stomping. And homework was just not a good time. Right? And this is all, you know, pre-diagnosis. So he didn't really know what was going on. We didn't have an explanation for it. He just just angry. Some people definitely have a more angry disposition than other people do. Right? Yes. So what else did you learn about anger? Um... About 70% of adults with ADHD report problems with emotional dysregulation and 80% of children. So 70% of adults and 80% of children. I think that number's low. I think some people weren't being honest on their report. You think that's higher? I think it is higher. In adults or children? Both. I mean, I mostly work with adults, right? So, um, but I would say all my clients emotional regulation is an issue whether it's because they get angry quickly or because they have a lot of anxiety or because right like it's definitely it's emotions in both ways right so when they're really happy they're really happy when they're really excited like yeah they, 
truly excited, <clears throat> but when they're angry or depressed or frustrated or yeah, no, it's just not a good time. Um, I mean, they're so, never that way with me, right? I mean, they 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 tell me about things that happen, right? Yes. What else? Um, so, Attitude Magazine, I guess, did this study mm-hmm. of children with ADHD, and they used like this computerol method of to identify consistent temperament profiles. <laughs> And they found that 30% of kids with ADHD clearly fit a profile of strong, a profile characterized by strongly irritable and anger. These children have very high levels of anger and low levels of like getting over that anger. So mm-hmm. they like hold on to their anger for a long time. It's hard to come down. Yeah. Um, and then the other 40% then the 40% had extreme dysregulation around positive effect effect or hyperactive traits like being excited, excitability and sensation seeking. Um, and those children had above average levels of anger, but not as high as the one, the other, the other child, the other 30 the other mm-hmm. 40% of children. Um, and then they like did like this eye tracking thing. Mm-hmm. And amongst the children in the irritable profile group, they struggled more than the other children to take their attention away from a negative, the negative unhappy face that they were showing. So I'm assuming that there was a, a sad face and then there was a happy face. Mm-hmm. And the irritable children focused more on the mad face. And then the other children probably could switch between both would be my assumption. That's they sounds... didn't really explain it. Um, yeah, their brains would act would activate in the same area when they saw the negative face as they did when they were doing like the other, just the computer thing, emotions. And that didn't happen when they saw the happy face. Hmm. And then obviously the, there's um, a study, well, this has nothing to do with the study, but, Recent findings show that there is a link between with or with emotional dysregulation and anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. I mean, that seems <laughs> self-evident, but okay. You know, they went into <laughs> they like the it. they they covered the things. <clears throat> the things. The things. I love that word. Well, they have um have um. You're making hand gestures, but I don't like in an article and they have like the bolded print and then oh. text and then another bolded print yes. and then text. The headlines. Sub subheadlines. Subheadlines. Yeah. And then and one of them was the genetic thing. Mm. So <clears throat> what are outcomes of anger? Outcomes of anger? Um Hitting, yelling, <laughs> loss of friendship, 
or yeah. other loss relationships, of loss of job. Yeah. Don't hit people. Um, <sighs> trouble making friends if you're like always angry. Yeah. Nobody wants to hang out with the angry kid. Um, or the angry adult. Or the angry adult. I mean, adults have trouble making friends too. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> what else? I mean, like big anger. So then, it, like, if you're really angry, then you could get into like really big trouble. Yes. Right? You could get arrested. Law, breaking, legal trouble. Legal trouble. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, restraining orders. Yeah. That's not good. Jail time. Fines. Fines. Just the cost of going to court or having a lawyer because you hit somebody, have an assault charge. <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, Insurance things like if you're in a car mm -hmm. and someone pisses you off and you like purposefully hit them then their insurance that insurance company is going to come after you well the, you're at fault so your yeah. insurance company has to pay and then you now pay a higher premium because you yeah. had an accident yeah right um <clears throat> plus if it can be proven that you did it viciously then i'm sure that's some kind of legal issue as well mm-hmm I would imagine there'd be a criminal and a civil side to yeah. any criminal thing that you do. Yeah. Because that's, that's how the, it works. Well, in America, I don't know how it works in other countries, but. And what are some ways to handle your anger? You can meditate. You could meditate. Does meditating work? You can. Um, I don't know what they're called, what? but people at work talk about it. Sometimes there's like these rooms that you can go to and just smash stuff. Oh, there are like bars that do that too. Like places called like smash it. I think that you it's like a kind of expensive. It is kind of expensive. So maybe just do it at home. Take a cardboard box and a sledgehammer and just go to town on the, on the cardboard box. Or, or I mean, or, those things are, those places like smash it are mm -hmm. expensive. You pay by what it is you want to destroy. Oh, so so, or so you could do like the item more expensive probably. Right. So like so, if you want to do like a dozen plates and throw them <laughs> against a cement wall, that's going to be cheaper than like destroying a dresser with a sledgehammer and axe. Right. So so it builds up. So I guess a plan is you could have a savings. <laughs> Or you could maybe go to your local thrift store and just buy a bunch of plates. Um, although I'm thinking a less violent way to get your anger out might be helpful or socially more acceptable. Although there are some, we talked about this before. There are some people that like just need to hear something break in order to release that like tension in their body. So again, I'm going to say a bucket of sticks sitting in your house might be a good thing to have. If you're a really, really angry person, because nobody is going to care if you break a stick. Fidgets. Um, like squeezing the yeah. stress balls. So ones that are allow you to really yeah. squish something. Mm -hmm. um, when I was a resident assistant in college, I used to take my residents down to an empty field and let them just like scream and curse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
and then I would have them sit down and talk to me. <laughs> but some of my clients, my they weren't clients, but they were my residents, and so some of them found that very very helpful. So they could like curse and scream and yell and <clears throat> get out their frustration. But mm-hmm. we did it in a place where you know nobody really heard them because we were way out on the field. Um. Um. There's all kinds of meditation apps and all kinds of mood tracking apps. So you could probably, I mean, the whole, a lot of my clients are resistant to like writing down or tracking anything, mm-hmm. but the benefit of tracking your mood is that you then get data that can help you figure out what it is that's making you angry. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could just avoid those situations altogether then what 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 would you like do if you can't avoid those like what if it's like then i think you can be more mentally prepared though right so you can be like okay i have to go into this situation where i know i get triggered so i'm gonna remind myself to be calm while i'm in that situation or you know um i'm gonna sit on my hands or (laughs) Right. Um, or I'm going to, you know, think about why it would be wrong to hit this person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Think about the outcome. Right. Or have a bigger motivation. Right. Like if, if you're constantly getting fired from jobs because you hit your boss, <laughs> maybe you need a different kind of job where you have a little bit more autonomy. Right. Mm-hmm. But. <clears throat> maybe you could just think about like the impact that that's having on your loved ones. Right. Like if I'm not making an impact, then that affects other people as well. Right. My actions affect other people. Um, And I would say like, not just thinking that, but like saying it out loud before you go into those situations. Um, So yoga, just, starting a practice of yoga has helped a lot of my clients. Um, What else? Hypnosis. Hypnosis, therapy in general, Mm -hmm. right? Depending on, there's all kinds of different therapies, right? So DPT therapy is really good for people with ADHD, but then there's also um, like EMDR or brain spotting There's all these articles coming out now that maybe talk therapy isn't as useful as people used to think it was. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. (laughs) So maybe looking for, you know, DPT specifically is a really well-known therapy that works really well for people that have, it was originally developed for people who have bipolar, but it's also been modified for people who have ADHD or people that have autism. So that like specifically looking for that kind of therapy or EMDR or brain spotting, which are very specific techniques that the therapists use and get trained and certified in. So make sure whoever's doing it is trained and certified. Um, The DPT too, right? You want to make sure somebody knows what they're doing. Um, Sometimes just, just going out in nature that's always my big one when I'm angry. I go for a nice, really long walk. 
Um, being outside always calms me down. Petting animals is supposed yes. to help. Yes. Animals are very therapeutic. Yes. So my clients really, really um, connect with their animals, especially dogs, right? They'll just like look right into their dog's eyes. Roger, they're so cute. They are so cute. We don't have one, but the cat only lets us pet her when she wants to be pet. Mm -hmm. So, but the dogs are great dogs. Um, for that. Not the cat, <laughs> sorry, but you know, dogs are. Dogs are a bit more wanting to be attended. Yeah, cat, they, they want your attention. Cats don't really care about you. Know? <laughs> Unless they want to be fed. Um, I don't know. What else? Um, what do you think? Well, this person didn't have ADHD, I don't think. But in high school, I had this friend who had anger management problems. He's fine now. But I used to bring an extra orange or two to school. And he would throw them at the side of the school and they would like explode everywhere and it would help. I would like to think that it helped him a little. He seemed fine. He seemed cool. It better than him like punching people in the face. Uh, for sure. Is what he used to do. So I was like, no, no, don't do that. Here's this orange. Yeah. So I mean, throw fruit at a building. Sure. A brick building. Preferably. Preferably a brick building. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> art can't art yes. help art journaling zen gardens zen gardens gardening in general um, talking to a friend or mm -hmm. loved one a good rant right so if you're a verbal processor though and that's how you get over your anger make sure you have lots of friends yes <laughs> right and rotate them so you're not dumping all your crap all the time on the same one um because <clears throat> that gets hard for the person who's taking all that anger in right um oh a sport sports a contact sport mm -hmm. boxing i'm not a big fan of boxing but a lot of people say like it takes the real fight out of people, right? Like you would think that it would make people more aggressive, but lots of people swear that it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It it actually makes people calmer, right? Because they really learn the respect around it. Karate, Karate or any or... of the most martial arts uh, are supposed yeah. to do the same thing, right? Because mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you're not supposed to use it for violence. No. That's like the only rule I know. Um, right, so... so you know, finding another outlet for it, maybe practicing that outfit, outlet, whatever that outlet, outlet is, outlet, outlet, um, Damie, <laughs> um, yeah, what about you? What about me? What do you do when you're angry? Um, talk about it or I just wait until I get home and then Sometimes I'll take a shower. I like a hot shower. So something relaxing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, or do like a face mask. Um, mostly just talk about it to someone. Okay. Definitely healthier than hitting things. Yes. I try not. I don't hit things. No, you don't. You've never been a big hitter. So I mean, like sometimes I'll like 
throw like my backpack onto the ground, but that's about <laughs> as violent that's as I get. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Violence isn't great. Um, or yeah, I just like then bottle it up and I then just yell, which isn't good. No, bottling up isn't good. So yelling's good. Yelling is good. Yelling's well. Well, the yelling's not good. Well, that's not true. Like yelling on a field where nobody can hear you. That's not what I do. Cursing, not to somebody, not cursing at somebody, but just like cursing. Um, screaming into a pillow. Those are all like socially acceptable things to do, right? Mm-hmm. Cursing at somebody and yelling at them is not okay. <laughs> or if I'm like, usually when I'm at work, I'll just like take a break. Like if I'm like angry, I'll just like leave. I'll be like, I need to take my lunch or whatever. And then I'll just leave or go do that. And then I have 30 minutes to just like be by myself. Yeah. Because like. So removing yourself from the situation. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts? No. No. Okay, then you say goodbye. Boy. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiversetoolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.